and welcome to the To Mom podcast. My name is Valerie Probstfeld. Please join me as we encourage mothers to live their verb while also practicing self-grace. The goal of this podcast is to promote love as an action and live life more authentically. Just think about it. In five generations from now, you will have approximately 30 descendants and the number keeps getting larger and larger. We have more power as moms than we realize. Motherhood, in my opinion, is the most important job in the world. Projecta is a registered dietitian and founder CEO of Right Nutrition Works. Projecta provides customized nutritional care with Right Nutrition Works. She collaborates one-on-one with her clients to ensure individualized services. You can check out her website at rightnutritionworks.com. It has a lot of useful information, blog, as well as her link to her podcast, which is called Your Gut Health Puzzle Made Simple. This podcast assists listeners with identifying gut problems, helps repair GI issues with healthy lifestyle and nutrition tips. Projecta has a passion for helping others understand that food can in fact assist to treat and address certain medical conditions. In addition, she helps demystify the gut microbiome and debunk common myths. I am so excited to have her with me today. Welcome, Projecta. Hey, thank you, Valerie, so much for having me here as your guest. And I am super excited um, to share my knowledge with your audience. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here today. So, Projecta, tell us a little bit about gut health and why moms should know about it. Absolutely. So, um, I would like to start with this, that imagine your gut as a foundation of a house. Now, if that foundation is shaky, the entire structure can become compromised. Similarly, the gut is the foundation of our health. It is where your body breaks down and absorbs nutrients from food that we eat. But here is the kicker. It's not just about the digestion. The gut is like a control center that communicates with um, other essential parts of our body. So mm-hmm. let's, consider, um, let's consider the on-the-go lifestyle that many moms lead. And that includes me as well. Uh Um, rushing around and prioritizing everyone else often means that self-care takes a backseat, right? We are not always thinking about our self-care. It's always about others, our families, our kids. So this constant hustle can lead to stress. It can lead to sleep deprivation. It can lead to making wrong food choices. Now, Mm -hmm. all of these factors can wreak havoc on your gut health. When they are stressed, for example, it can negatively impact the balance in your bacteria between your good bacteria and bad bacteria. And this imbalance can trigger the cascade of health issues in future. But here is where it gets more interesting and relevant to busy moms. So gut isn't just about the digestion, as I said earlier, It is linked to hormones, it is linked to immunity, it is linked to even our metabolism. So when gut is not in good shape, it can throw these systems completely off balance. Now, Mm -hmm. hormones that regulate our mood, 
and stress are connected to the gut. So compromised gut can affect our immune health, leaving us more susceptible to getting sick. And that is something we as moms cannot afford. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is pretty much, you know, like, as I said, it's a foundation to your overall health and your well-being. So I want to also talk about energy because I know many moms complain that they are tired all the time. They don't uh, have good energy to get through the day. So gut health plays a role here as well. So when Mm. our gut is working optimally, when it is perfect, we are absorbing all the nutrients that um, we get from our foods, like, you know, food gets digested and then our body can able to absorb all the nutrients when gut is healthy or when it is functioning optimally. And Mm -hmm. that provides us energy. And that energy we use to tackle the endless to-do list, right? So picture this as prioritizing gut health is like giving that busy mom like a mobile, a pit to start for refueling. So uh-huh. it is an investment in sustained energy, better mood, improved immunity, and more balanced metabolism. So when mom pays attention to her gut health, they are not just taking care of themselves, but also ensuring that they can contribute to be the superwoman their family relies on. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Yeah, I think that's all so relevant. And as moms, like we really do need that energy boost. We really do need to, because we are, we all are like just running around doing so many things and we are like super moms. Like, yeah. I, go, I love go, that. Go. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. And, and being a mom, I think everyone expects everything from us, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know everything from us and we don't get much time to ourselves really ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. True. And um, so, you know, when I, I've been recently reading up on this uh, gut microbiome mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating because I remember in um, nursing and nurse practitioner school, we didn't really talk much about it. I mean, it yeah. seems very new, like almost it's a new organ that was discovered, this gut microbiome and how it, yeah. So can you talk with us a little bit about that and kind of tell us more about what it consists of and does in our bodies? Yep, sure. So um, gut microbiome is uh, really fascinating and it is relatively recent area of scientific discovery, as you said, even um, going through my you know, college days, I don't remember of learning much about gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, new um, area that re- research is uh, shedding new light on our body functions. So think about it as a, as a very busy ecosystem within your digestive tract. And it consists of trillions of uh, microbes, such as various kinds of bacteria, viruses, Fungi, yeast, a lot of those are kind of living in a community. Now, Mm -hmm. these tiny um, microbes, they play a vital role in various aspects of our life and our our health. So imagine your gut is a garden. And just as a diverse range of plants contributes to a healthy garden ecosystem, 
a diverse um, a diversity in your gut microbiome can contribute to a healthy gut and your overall well-being. So the balance of these microbes is extremely important and it can impact everything from your digestion, absorption of foods, to your immune function, to your mental health and and even your metabolism. So one of the most um, important findings about the gut microbiome is the communication network with the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you have heard about gut-brain connection. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, which is so fascinating. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. So um, the microbiome or your gut and brain connection, which is often referred to as gut-brain axis, and this is being um, explored in depth recently um, where researchers has discovered that the microbes in your gut they can actually produce the neurotransmitters and neurotransmitters are the chemical messengers that affect the mood and the behavior. So basically there's a communication that happens between your gut and your brain and it's a two-way communication. So what happens is um, your gut microbiome is not just the local player, but it interacts with pretty much everything in your uh, body, every system of your body. So uh, when there is a communication that happens between your gut and brain, there could be a, there could be a chance that if your gut is not healthy, you may end up having mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression. And again, these things doesn't happen overnight or quickly but when your gut is unhealthy uh, if it is um, impacting your mental health it can certainly you can start with symptoms like frequent headaches or migraine or you have a brain fog you cannot think clearly those are the early signs that because you have a possibly bad gut health it is affecting your mental health Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep so that's oh sorry go ahead no, no. So that's why I was saying that keeping a balance within your gut microbiome between your good and bad bacteria is so important, even for our mental health too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's so fascinating. I mean, like I remember it was probably like 10 years ago and I was mm-hmm. reading a book on anxiety and there was mm-hmm. a chapter about food and anxiety. And yep. I just kind of like, it was, you know, I, I didn't hear much about the gut microbiome back then. I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll, you know, I wasn't focusing as much on that. And now that I've learned more about how hmm. this gut brain access works, it's just absolutely fascinating that it, it all really is connected. And, you know, if I am feeling like just my brain is starting to just have all these thoughts that are running wild. Right thinking about like, what did I eat the day before? What, what is my diet been like? Am I actually taking time to do that? I think that's just absolutely so interesting. Absolutely. And it's, it's the food, like a bad type of food can affect our mood um, Mm -hmm. or we can feel depressed one day for no reason. So that's Mm -hmm. what is the communication that happens from your gut to brain. But, um, Think about it this way, that the other way communication where your brain is talking to your gut is, and I, I like to give the example, when um, 
you have a you have to present in front of a big crowd mm-hmm. it's naturally that we feel nervous about it especially if you're not very used to doing presentations and yeah. what can happen many people i'm sure have experienced what we call it as butterflies in your tummy some mm-hmm. people have you know that pain which is beyond explanation or some people have a big bout of diarrhea that they you know have to run to the bathroom so that is the communication that happens between your brain and your gut you are stressed you are tensed and those um, neurotransmitters or those signals are giving the message to your uh, microbes in your gut and that's how you feel really different to your tummy that's fascinating mm-hmm. very It interesting yeah, yeah absolutely and speaking of um all of this gut microbiome stuff and eating um, you know, differently. Like if I'm going to say, okay, I'm more anxious now, or maybe I am just in a mood and I need to look at what my diet is. What should I be looking for? Like what are some good foods for the gut versus bad foods? Like if I'm in the grocery store, um, kind of looking around, what kind of things should I be navigating myself towards? absolutely so definitely when it comes to grocery shopping and uh, maintaining a healthy gut while um, navigating the hectic life of a busy mom there mm-hmm. are some practical strategies and uh, you know that i would like to uh, share here um, okay. first of all i would say that try to shop around the perimeter of the grocery store avoid going into the aisles because okay. those food aisles they normally have all the processed food the foods that comes in a uh, packages boxes cans so those are all processed foods and they are absolutely not gut friendly so that's the basic mm-hmm. rule of thumb try to stick around the perimeter of the grocery store now okay. i would start off with um fresh produce so fruits variety of vegetables and try to make sure that you are filling your cart with adding a variety of fruits and vegetables in your diet and i always like to stress add a variety because many of us do eat fruits and vegetables but we are so limited when it comes to making choices for various reasons uh, my family only loves apples and bananas or bananas are so easy to eat on the go so those are the you know reasons i have heard my clients say to me that why do you eat so limited number of or limited amount or variety of fruits so we do not want to do that most mm-hmm. important thing is you really want to add a variety and i don't know if you have heard a term eat like a rainbow what does that yeah. mean mm-hmm. basically try to include all different colors of the rainbow on your plate in your diet so try to fill your cart with variety of fruits and vegetables i always tell my clients that make sure that every week or every time you go to the grocery store you are buying at least one new fruit and one new vegetable each time that either you have not tried before or it's been a long long time since you have tried it because yeah. you really need to have a variety the variety will help you build a diversified gut microbiome so that's mm-hmm. one thing always prioritize the fiber rich foods and fiber you will get fiber only from plant based foods 
animal-based products do not have fiber in them. Also, the friendly bugs or these microbes that um, that are helping us keep us healthy, those are vegetarians. And they love to eat plant-based foods. So again, I'm not saying that that means you become vegetarian. You can still continue to have your meat and lean proteins in your diet, but make sure that 75% of your diet is plant-based. And more plant-based means you are going to get more fiber in your diet. So by choosing variety of whole grains like oats, quinoa, uh, millets, Amaranth, these are different types of whole grains, variety of fruits and vegetables, variety of beans and lentils, such as black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, garbanzo beans, and of course, variety of nuts and seeds. So almonds, walnuts, pecans, pistachios, pumpkin seeds, make sure that those are raw and they're unsalted. That will be the best choice you're making. So uh, prioritize fiber-rich foods. Then another thing I'm going to say is choose fermented foods. And these days you see those in the grocery stores. They are easily available. And fermented foods such as um, uh, kimchi or uh, yogurt or kefir or sauerkraut or kombucha or um, in general like mixed fermented vegetables that you get in a glass containers. So make sure Mm -hmm. that you are buying those and you're incorporating those in your diet every single day because uh, fermented foods are like gut health booster shot. Okay. So make sure that you are eating at least two forkfuls at, at, you know, at least one meal, preferably two, but if not, then at least one meal, two forkfuls every single day. So that's another um, important uh, tip that I would like to share. The third thing is uh, these fermented foods that I just talked about, they are considered, they're called as probiotics. And probiotics is what? These foods, they have beneficial bacteria in them. And those beneficial bacteria, uh, they promote a healthy gut. Mm -hmm. But when you are taking probiotics, also make sure that you're also including prebiotic foods in your diet. And what are prebiotics? So prebiotics are the fuel that feeds those friendly bacteria in your gut. So many times people will just focus on probiotics, either through food or supplements. And on the other hand, their diet is completely, you know, filled with processed foods. You're not doing any good job there by popping those probiotic supplements, which are really expensive, right? Mm -hmm. So if there are no prebiotic foods in your diet, you do not have foods in your gut microbiome to feed those good bugs. So prebiotic foods such as garlic, onions, leeks, um, asparagus, raw bananas, oats or apples. These are some of the examples of prebiotic foods or they call it as prebiotic fiber. So in other words, you need both in your diet. Probiotics either in the form of foods, if you can, if not, then the supplement and also prebiotic foods. Then um, I would say lean and um, lean on healthy fats. So incorporate um, healthy fats such as avocados, nuts, seeds, use of olive oil in your diet or um, even olives. And these fats can support your gut health by reducing the inflammation and um, help you build a diverse gut microbiome 
And uh, when you are uh, when you are busy, we all you know tend to forget to drink more water and keep ourselves hydrated. So hydration uh-huh. is extremely important. Hydrating is essential for gut health and even for our overall health. So um, opt for a you know, water, you can flavor your water naturally with mint leaves or cucumber slices or water slices, lemon juice, um, herbal teas are okay to include in your diet as well. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, make sure that you are always well hydrated, no matter what season we are in. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good to know. That's all so interesting. And I, that is the first time I've heard about, um, you said prebiotics. That's ah. Yeah, so that's so interesting because I always hear about the probiotics, but the prebiotics are sounds like just as important. So yes, yes, because without those prebiotics, you're really not helping uh, to develop a healthy gut microbiome. Absolutely not. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's so interesting, and I'm glad I have. <laughs> I feel like all our moms um, are. We have our Stanley cups now. I don't know if you're familiar with the Stanley, like the big forty ounce cups that are they're kind of trendy right now. But I feel like I'm okay. always um, taking mine. There's all sorts of different colors, but um, so I'll make sure that I continue to do that. I like to put mint in mine. I, I do like that. It's a good yeah. suggestion. Have you tried cucumber slices? Try that as well. That would be good. That's I, very refreshing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will try that. Um, and so that's all so interesting. And, you know, one thing I think of as moms, like, do you, we're always just, I feel like running around, um, taking, I know like this spring, I had activities every single day of the week and we didn't get back until like eight o'clock at night. And so I'm just telling them, just eat like, you know, a sandwich mm-hmm. or something in the car. Um is there any um, like simple ways we can include um, different, uh, including these like rainbow colors and stuff into our meals? Like um, anything that you suggest that would be like simple and easy? I mean, I know you've already like, given a couple options. So, so are you are you asking me here like uh, some uh, meal options or like what? yeah, like maybe okay. like. Um, like a snack or something like that or something I, I can remember. Um, you know, I, I have like this little um, that I purchased, I think it was on Amazon, like a little uh-huh. serving dish where I can put like carrots in there, tomatoes and put maybe hummus in there or maybe like making individual ones for people. Um, just kind of simple things that I can maybe like throw in the car or have available for me. Yeah, sure. So um, I feel that, uh, first of all, I mean, when it comes to eating healthy, Uh in my opinion, it is very, very important for all moms to plan ahead. Because if you have not planned ahead for the upcoming week by Mm -hmm. having the right groceries in your um, kitchen, in your refrigerator, or even your freezer or in your pantry, you are not going to otherwise uh, eat healthy options. You will end up eating something that you're not supposed to be eating. So I think planning ahead is very, very important. And I always like to get my groceries done on Saturdays and um, Fridays. I generally work half a day. So after that, I literally sit down and um, 
plan meals for my upcoming week and then I have my grocery list made and I'm an old-fashioned mom so I have everything on the paper mm-hmm. um, and then I do my groceries on Saturday so that I have some time to pre-prep if at all I need to on Sunday so that's how my weekend is but I have seen myself that if I don't follow this I will end up something eating bad, even yeah. being a dietitian. Because, you know, at that point, you're busy, everyone is hungry, you really want to make sure that you get the meal on the table on time. And mm-hmm. if you have not planned ahead, you will not able to do a healthy meal for yourself as well as for your family and kids. So planning ahead is very, very important. Um, yeah. some, of the, some of the snacks that I can think of that, you can carry with you while you're taking your kids from one practice to another, from, you know, birthday parties to, you know, pick up from school or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Nuts always come in handy. So adding a variety of nuts. And as I said, I would always encourage to eat unsalted raw nuts and you can make little baggies of mixed nuts and seeds together. And you can just grab that with you. Um, you also uh, can carry like a, a Greek yogurt with some fruits. And I, if you ask me, I wouldn't recommend um, a yogurt with fruit already added in it, but I like to add my own fresh fruit. So if you have some yeah. fruits ready at home, some berries or even chopped apples, you can just throw those in your yogurt and you can have those while you're driving around. So that's another thing Um, you can make. And again, this is me and I like it, but I like to prepare overnight oats, which I love to eat as a breakfast option. But even sometimes for a snack, the small portion of it, I just take with me in a container. And I like to eat that where I add some nuts, some chia seeds, uh, flax meal, or even, you know, sometimes uh, just a scoop of protein powder. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I like that. Uh, the other thing I can um, think of is just making a smoothie and take it with you. And um, I like to make it with uh, milk or ice, but milk just kind of fills me up. And I, I prefer like a plant-based milk. You can add a scoop of protein powder. You can throw in one fruit. You can add, you know, some chia seeds, flax meal or hemp seeds just to add more nutritional value to it. So you can just blend all that together and take it with you as you're driving around. That's great. Those are great tips. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah you're I think welcome. All of us can can benefit from some of those tips where it's like, gosh, it is really yes. <laughs> I feel like our days are so hectic. And now with the start of school, and I think this is a great time actually to um, see how can I do more like meal planning? Because I think that's something that I forget about. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me look at my week and I like the paper calendars. Um, I know some people do different things, but I like to that fulfillment of crossing off things as I get them done. Oh yeah. Yeah. It it feels good, right? That you have achieved that, that task. It's done. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So putting that, maybe, maybe me writing that down, like on Mm -hmm. Saturday or Sunday meal prep. So then once I do it, I can cross that off or whatever works for you, um, for our listeners, whatever works. Um, now, um, something that I wanted to ask you about um, that I've heard before, like just kind of, um, you know, in um, medical journals as well as just in the news, as far as like 
C-sections um, that sometimes if you if people have had that, that wipes away like that good um, gut microbiome for the baby um, in addition to mm-hmm. like antibiotics early in life. Um, mm-hmm. Can you talk about that as far as like, um, like I know like with my, uh, one of mine, I, uh-huh. she had antibiotics for um, a good I don't know, for at least a couple of days. And I remember thinking about that, like, oh, is this, so what can we do, I guess, essentially to like repair if we've had a lot of antibiotics or, or we know we have had these risks to our gut microbiome, um, what would you suggest? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely, I mean, what you uh, mentioned, those two things, they play a profound uh, role in uh, our gut health. So, uh, mm-hmm. and our, our gut health really, um, really depends on what have had happened in our lives even you know 10 15 20 years back so i see uh, some clients who are struggling with digestive problems and i always um, I, I always dig on getting or first identifying the root cause and then treating the root cause to the gut issue because everyone is different everyone's gut microbiome is different so you just cannot use a cookie cutter approach period Mm -hmm. so that's why i have seen people who are struggling with digestive problems they have started with those problems maybe just few months back or a year back or even a couple years back but when i start to uh, you know dig deep into their lifestyle, into their eating habits, into the past experiences, the things like excessive use of antibiotics or um, that person was born uh, as a C-section baby or that person was never breastfed as a baby or that person had some traumatic events in their life when they were growing up. All these things they are contributing to the gut health today that you have. So Mm -hmm. if you have experienced some of these things or all of these things, they can definitely impact your gut health. So absolutely, I mean, this is uh, proven that excessive use of antibiotics is bad for your gut microbiome. And again, I'm not against antibiotics. Sometimes they are absolutely needed. Mm -hmm. But, But in the United States, I've seen that doctors prescribe antibiotics sometimes for no reason. I mean, okay, ear infection, antibiotic. Some kind of other infection, antibiotic. So antibiotic is not a solution for everything. And each time you take the antibiotic, it will cure your infection, absolutely true, but it will also sweep out all the good, friendly bacteria and microbes from your system. So it just kind of, you know, imagine a uh, bathtub that is, filled with all the good and bad microbes in there. And then when you take an antibiotic, yes, those bad microbes will get out, but even the good microbes will get out and that uh, bathtub is completely empty now. So it happens that way. And studies have shown that it can take up to six months for your gut to get back to normal if you have taken an antibiotic anywhere between seven to 10 days. And, wow. and that will also take place only if you are making efforts to improve your gut health. So mm-hmm. absolutely, that is very, very important. After taking an um, antibiotic, you should be taking good care of your gut. 
Similar thing with um, uh, C-section. C-section, babies who are born with C-section, they do not get the opportunity to go through the birth canal, which is basically absolutely the richest area in women's body with all the good microbes. And uh, the baby who's born uh, naturally, that baby gets the chance to get all those microbes swallowed into their system, uh, the microbes all over baby's body. So when baby is born, um, baby has a relatively healthier microbiome. Mm-hmm. But the C-section baby does not get that opportunity. So generally, uh, babies that are born via uh, C-section, they could be potentially at a higher risk for getting uh, gut issues in future. So mm-hmm. again, going back to your question, I know I wanted to give some background here yeah. for your listeners to understand. But Getting back to your question here, what can be done after a course of antibiotic to get your gut health back on track? So I recommend people to take probiotics. Again, there are two opinions and um, some people say that take a probiotic while you are on antibiotic. And I don't agree with that because what I, I think, and it makes sense if you think about it, while you're taking antibiotic, if you start on probiotic, all those healthy beneficial microbes that you're taking through probiotics, they're also going to sweep out because you're on antibiotic. So I recommend my clients um, to start taking probiotics a day before you end your antibiotic course. So if I am going to end my antibiotic course tomorrow, I will be starting my probiotics today. And then you continue that for at least good six to eight weeks for sure. And then depending on um, how your other lifestyle factors are, how your diet is, you can either continue taking probiotic or you can just taper it. If you feel that you're getting uh, probiotics through foods such as yogurt and fermented foods and all those things, you don't need to take the supplements. But probiotics are really, really important. So I would highly encourage that. I would also encourage you to take fermented foods after a course of antibiotics because fermented foods are exceptionally good, even better than probiotic supplements that we uh, get in the pharmacy. So I would recommend that get on fermented foods. And even if uh, you're not on antibiotic, I would recommend you to take fermented foods as a daily part of your diet. So um, include fermented foods, sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha, depending on what you like, uh, every single day uh, to make sure that you have a healthy gut microbiome there. And Mm -hmm. um, I would say that um, when you are taking an antibiotic, generally speaking, um, you are undergoing some type of infection and that can cause inflammation in your body, you are stressed about it. So practicing good stress management Mm -hmm. techniques every single day to keep your stress under control, not just because of whatever infection you were dealing with, but even in general, I'm saying that um, practice stress management technique, whatever you love, whether that could be meditation, yoga, or deep belly breathing, or just going out in nature and connecting with nature, uh, whatever it is for you, but you make sure that 
stress management practice is a part of your daily routine. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the tips I would like to give. And I want to also add one thing on probiotics, uh, supplements especially. Uh, I would also recommend people who are taking probiotic supplements or who want to start probiotic supplements. Um, it is always a good idea to rotate the probiotics not so much with the brands but you want to take a look at at the bottle and see what strains are there in that Mm -hmm. particular bottle and Mm -hmm. I would recommend to change your probiotic strain every three to four months so um, if there are lactobacillus in one bottle that you are currently taking after three to four months when you are ready to buy another probiotic I would go with bifidobacteria. It's just another type of strain. But um, go with a different strain. Again, that will help to add um, a variety or it, mm-hmm. or it will help to develop a diversified gut microbiome. That's a really good point. I didn't think mm-hmm. about, yeah, like because that, that makes sense to have that variety. Yep. That's yep. great. And yep. just, just as adding a variety when it comes to our foods, like fruits, vegetables, beans, lentils, it is important to do a variety of strains when we are doing probiotic supplements. Yeah, that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Yep. The rainbow just um, reminds me, thinking back to what you were saying about that, um, I went to a little like farmer's market the other day, and mm-hmm. I really did notice all of those colors where I'm like, yeah. gosh, I, I do feel like... I have all these options here and it's a rainbow of options and it really is um, something I I was excited about it because I was thinking about like we were having our podcast coming up. I'm like, oh, here's here's a a rainbow of colors to, you know, and so, and I think that's a good thing also like for, um, to teach my kids of like, oh, you know, is your plate a rainbow? And they kind of, they identify with that. You just stole my words. I was just going to say that it it also, you know, helps to develop good eating habits for our kids. If, you know, we as a family are eating a variety, obviously our kids will get introduced to different colors, flavors, textures, and it is important. It is very important. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Projecta. Um, I wanted our listeners to know, um, so Projecta's website, I had said it um, earlier in the podcast when we introduced, but um, just to repeat, and I'll also put it in the comment section, it's rightnutritionworks.com. She is also on social media. um, Mm -hmm. And so check her out. I've been following along with her podcast. It's very interesting, every episode. And is there anything else that you wanted to include before before we go, Projecta? Sure. Actually, um, I don't know if people are or your listeners are on Facebook or whoever is on Facebook. I have a free Facebook group uh, for people who are struggling with digestive problems or they are unsure how to fix their gut or they just want to make sure that their gut is healthy so that they have a healthy foundation for their health. My uh, group is called Gut Renew and Detox Tribe. And uh, if you want, um, I can share a link with you later, which you can mm-hmm. put in your show notes if you would like. Yeah, but it's, be great. A free, yep, it's a free group and um, join me if you want to be a part of that group. It's like a community or a platform where you learn, not just from me, because I do some um, free trainings there, but you also learn from each other, right? It's a platform to support each other, to motivate each other. Basically, I I don't want 
people to feel that they are alone in this journey because there are a lot of people out there and i know our family is always supportive but sometimes if your family members are not actually undergoing some of these digestive problems they may not be able to connect with you 100% and that's when these type of support groups will be helping you so mm-hmm. if you are interested mm-hmm. you can join the facebook group i i would love to um have you inside my group that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I love that where it's like you really, like sometimes your family just doesn't, if they're not going through it, that yeah. you need mm-hmm. that, that support from other people going through that. That's yeah. great. I will put that in the notes for our listeners and um, subscribe so you can be the latest to hear uh, mm-hmm. updates of things that are relevant to moms. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks, y'all. Thank you very much, everybody.